Ayers on the Road, Parenting in a Modern World. Here's Richard and Linda Iyer. Hi there, parents. Here we are. It's another, another day, another parenting issue. You know what's really frightening, Linda, is how fast these weekly shows roll around. It's like we just finished one and another week has gone by. What is it about time that makes it pass so fast? I don't know, but there is something scientific about it. Somebody told me the other day that uh, they'd figured that out, but I, I don't quite get it. <laughs> All I know is this, this in one way, seems like this last week has gone fast, but in another way, it seems like it's gone rather slow because actually what that article said was that if you're doing new things and having a variety of experiences, time slows down. And this week we've had our second daughter and her five children and her husband here with us for the whole week, and I think that's made time slow down a little bit. I think it has. It's been so fun to have them. They were here for skiing, and we could, we may have mentioned that last week, but since then they have been here all week and some days better than others because it's so warm. It's slushy and watery at the bottom of the hill, great at the top of the hill, and now looks like out in our neck of the woods we're going to get another blizzard this weekend, so back to winter. So I think the the fun thing is, I mean, no one can deny, even parents who are having a bad day have to kind of admit the fact that keeping kids around makes life much more lively. <laughs> it certainly does. They left uh, this morning, and we're sitting here, and we're like, well, it's quite quiet around here, and there's not much to do, and there's no questions to answer and no crises to intervene on. <laughs> Absolutely. And I do have to say, they uh, bless their little hearts, they all pitched in and cleaned everything up before they left, changed the sheets, cleaned the bathrooms. They were so cute. Now, I do have to say that um, we sometimes like to tie this radio show to what we do on the Deseret News and in the Mormon Times in our column. And this last week, uh, much to Linda's chagrin, I let it be known how much I want to have a dog. And my perspective or my rationale or my argument for why I should get another dog, arguing and petitioning the boss, Linda, was that dogs keep you happy and give you love. And her answer to me was, Richard, we had a dog for 30 years, and that was for the kids. Not the same dog, by the way. We cycled through I think oh, six several dogs, dogs, maybe yeah. seven. All but one of them, well, maybe all but two of them were really good dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but but the issue, my, but the other thing, I mean, with the thing we, we discuss in the column this week and that we want to say a word about here on the radio is that many parents have the firm impression that having a pet or several pets is a wonderful way to teach children responsibility. Why don't we recreate a little argument about that, Linda? Because I take the pro position. I say pets are always good to have in the family, especially dogs. I know. That's because you really never took care of them. (laughs) Um, You said the kids took care of them, but what you didn't know is actually Sometimes they took care of them, and sometimes they forgot. So I ended up taking care of them. And my argument is, I mean, all this time I thought this was we were doing this for the kids, and now it turns out really we were doing this for Richard, who <laughs> loves dogs. 
<laughs> and I love dogs. I grew up with a dog. I don't have anything against a dog, but you know, we are gone at least half the time, as you listeners may know. And so this dog would have to live in a kennel half of his life. That's not fair. Well, wait, what if we took the dog with us wherever we went and we could say Ayers and their dog on the road? That could be the new name of the show. <laughs> right, but remember, we've given that kennel away that we used to fly with all the time. We and could tie, we, here's what we could do. We could put the dog in the kennel and tie it on the top of the car. Hey, there's, there's a novel idea. We might get a little slack for that, but we'll have to. I'm never going to run for president, so no one could ever, you know, bring it up and, you know, yeah, call absolutely. me on it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but, you know, it is interesting that dogs do. I mean, I love dogs. There, We had a little dog named Lassie. He got his foot caught in a rabbit trap, and so he lost one of his where, legs. Where, where, where? You, you mean up me. in, you mean when you were growing up when in Montreal, Idaho? When I was Montreal, growing up Idaho. up in Idaho, yeah. And Lassie, that, what an original name. I know, wasn't that cool? <laughs> And that was when Lassie was at his height, too, on TV. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I loved that little dog. And my sister and I used to, my, my dad always used to say about animals, you know, Linda, people are people and animals are animals. Animals have their place. People have their place. Animals do have not got a place in the house. <laughs> and so um, we used to smuggle that little dog. We had a dog house for him, but it was still really cold. I mean, sometimes 10 below zero. And we would smuggle that dog up a ladder and through an upstairs window into our room when it was really you cold. You bad little girl. So sorry for that dog. So, you know, it's not that I don't love dogs. It's <clears> just that. There are times to have dogs, and there are times not to have dogs. Well, now, here, here's the interesting thing. You had a little dog growing up. I had a little dog, a little cocker spaniel named Rusty growing up. And so, you know, once we got started with our children, we began the pet cycle. In fact, if you recall, Linda, we had a cat named Blanche long before we even had any children. Oh, my gosh, I regret that year so much. We had one year. Our first baby was born on our first anniversary. <laughs> so we had one year to ourselves, and what did we do? We went out and got a paranoid cat named Blanche <laughs> who could jump from a fourth-story uh, balcony onto the ground. I mean, really. It was an amazing cat. <laughs> I love that cat, Linda, but I wanted to give the whole history. Then, Then we... You know, when we first had our, our first little children, our two little daughters, we got a wonderful dog, a Labrador Shepherd mix by the name of Barney. Remember Barney? I do. Barney was a good dog. And then we, we had a bunch of good dogs as the years went by. And here's the odd thing. Now that our kids have grown up and moved on, guess how many of them have dogs in their family? Zero. Why is that, Linda, that we had dogs, we had dogs for our kids, they were wonderful dogs, I love dogs, you love dogs, why don't our kids have dogs? You know, maybe it's because they can remember those dogs eating their leather shoes and their homework <laughs> and, all the, and all the poop everywhere and all that stuff that they had to clean up. I think they may remember that, along with, we have to say, they are entrenched mode because they're moving all over. We have one in England and one in Hawaii and they're running all over and it's just so hard to be consistent with an animal when you're not there all the time. I, I guess they got our genes or something. Are you sure you wanted to say our children were transients? Well, <laughs> no, I said they're transient. Oh, okay. Well, they move around a lot. That's true. And uh, 
I think some of them will eventually get dogs, but let's get serious for a minute. Do you believe, speaking now rhetorically to you listeners, that having a pet, if you do it right, maybe we didn't always do it right, but if you do it right and the kids have responsibility, they need to feed that pet, they need to clean up after that pet, they need to be sure the pet has its shots, they need to be sure that it has a license, a dog, let's face it, or a cat, can be a pretty good responsibility.